you try to establish that concept of accountability, of self-accountability, and accountability as a parent. It's really hard as an adolescent because adolescents automatically are in a stage in their life where their brain is built that they're supposed to push limits and push boundaries and test the waters. So if you wait till then to really promote accountability, it's much more difficult to do that. Hello and welcome to On Air with Elk River Treatment Program for Adolescents, the residential program for clinical behavioral health. I'm Selena Mason, the Director of Marketing and Outreach for Elk River Treatment Program. Today our guest is Penny Baker, Director of Clinical Services. Penny is here to talk about how AIR relates to family values. Hi Penny. Well hello Selena and thank you for having me here today. I guess first I probably should start to explain exactly what we mean when we say air is associated with family values. Yeah, air is air. I mean, <laughs> well, I'm definitely hoping that once we uh, finish with this podcast today, that more of our listeners will be willing to focus more on air, mm-hmm. not just the air that they breathe, but mm-hmm. the concepts related to it. Okay. I'm, well, I'm interested to hear about it. One of the things that we have focused on at the Elk River Treatment Program and all of Pinnacle programs is the character development of young adolescents. And we tried to narrow down what we really see are critical components that have been missing from adolescents and their development, especially if they're they're struggling and what they need to focus on and learn. So we've narrowed that down to what we call AIR. And AIR stands for Accountability, integrity, and responsibility. So all of our programs really focus on the premise that these items need to be taught, reinforced, and taught to families Mm -hmm. um, where we can have an increase in healthy value systems. So how do you approach the topic of family values without offending families? Well, I think first, Selena, let me, let me define what I'm talking about when I'm talking about family values and values in general. Okay. A lot of people have the misconception, and I think that's where there's this fear of approaching family values, because a lot of times people are are connecting family values with a, a spiritual belief or a belief system, which very much could be a, an integral part of family values. Our approach to teaching kids certain characteristic traits that promote family values, of looking at those as a foundation, and regardless of, of your spiritual belief system or religious affiliations that focus on family values, or if that's not something that is what your family values are based on, these are still components that would fit in any belief system. So... In that case, you know, we're not asking families, we're not asking kids to change whatever spiritual or religious belief they have, Mm -hmm. but to focus more on what character development and those components of character development have to do with developing personal values and values in your family. Can you give me an example? Let's just make up a kid named Billy. You know, um, how would you introduce heir to Billy when he comes to the campus and he's troubled with 
uh, depression or anxiety, uh, maybe bullying. He is the bully or he has been bullied. Um, I mean, how do you reinforce air with Billy? Well, one of the things that we do in all of our programs and in our parent trainings and work with our families is it's a step-by-step process. And air, that that phrase that we use, it's in that order for a specific reason. Mm-hmm. So the very first letter is A, for accountability. And that's where we start. We don't have an expectation when we're trying to build um that value system and those foundation and that character development, we can't rush right into the concepts of integrity and responsibility until we first deal with a concept of accountability. And when I'm talking about accountability, and that's accountability for yourself, accountability for your for other people. So in accountability, we're really looking at owning our behaviors. What's getting in the way of us making healthy choices? Um, That's an accountability for ourselves to evaluate where we are, what's getting in the way of our growth, what's getting in the way of our happiness, what's interfering with our family relationships. And when we're working with kids that come into the program to focus on this character development, we look at the whole family system. Because we know for each kid coming through, their chances of success is really going to be based on having a solid value system based on these three characteristics. But for the kid to have that alone is not as successful if we can work in that family system and work with that family of how does the entire family promote those characteristics and role model that for their kids use that in their family interactions. So it's accountability in the family. It's accountability as a parent. It's accountability as a kid. So it's important that we look at it all the way around. So some examples of, of accountability that I'm talking about. And ideally, I would love, you know, for parents that are listening out there that have young kids that are just getting started as parents, or maybe you're about to become a parent, I really look at the importance of developing a, a value system for your family, of what will the standard be for your family? What are the expectations? And we're just going over three basic characteristics that we feel are very important and that we found are missing commonly in a lot of the kids that we work for of accountability, integrity, and responsibility. But there's many other values that it's important you look at that you set what your family value system is about. But even starting as young kids, as new parents, all the way through adolescence, looking at your parenting style and asking yourself, am I holding myself accountable to what my responsibilities are as a parent? Am I holding myself accountable in knowing when I make a mistake? You know, of owning up to it because we all make mistakes, Selena. Right. You know, especially as well, parent, new parents, throughout parents. You know, we make mistakes. Right. But being able to have that that courage and that personal responsibility to own it, to hold yourself accountable. Okay, I made a mistake in my parenting. What can I learn from this? How can I do it differently? Owning that mistake. Because that's going to not only help you learn to be a better parent, you are role modeling to your kid that it's okay when you screw up, mm-hmm. to, if you own it, 
recognize your mistake. As a family, we will work to problem problem solve, come up with a better solution, and then that way we can grow as a family together. So as a parent, you're setting the example, you're modeling um, that accountability piece. Absolutely. And I'm guessing that both, if it's a two-parent household, that parents need to be on the same page. Absolutely. Ideally, we hope if we have parents who are divorced or are living two households, you want to have a pretty effective parenting plan. Because part of holding a kid accountable to the family values or the expectations of the home, first, you can't do that if the kid doesn't know what the expectations are. So to hold them accountable to an expectation, you have to have set and you have those hard conversations of these are the expectations for our family. And if you have two parent homes, ideally, you want to have similar expectations, whether it's school performance or behaviors or friends or how you show respect in the family or or what just the day-to-day rules and expectations and guidelines are. The more parents can have that and be on the same page the better that child's going to learn accountability and the better you're able to hold them to that standard because then it gets complicated. It's a little easier when kids are younger and that's when it's best to start of establishing these character traits when they're younger. But even with accountability, you know, sometimes you maybe that's not established and then it's really hard when they become adolescents and you try to establish that concept of accountability, of self-accountability and accountability as a parent and holding your child accountable for certain rules and expectations in the home, it's really hard as an adolescent because adolescents automatically are in a stage in their life where their brain is built that they're supposed to push limits and Mm -hmm. push boundaries and test the waters and push back and kind of that typical adolescent defiance. Absolutely. So if you wait till then to really promote um, accountability, um, it's much more difficult to do that. So setting expectations for your child, but the other part of accountability as a parent is holding your child accountable to those expectations. Are you providing, um, once you have the expectations, are you providing consequences if those expectations aren't met? And are you following through with those consequences? You know, another part of parental accountability that I see often that comes up with a lot of the kids that we see that ends up in treatment or there's this sense of entitlement that has developed with some of our adolescents today. Mm -hmm. And we found that some of that comes with sometimes a parent sets an expectation, their kid does not meet that expectation. And at times we've seen parents who made an excuse for their kid to not meet their potential. Or we've had parents that would say there would be a consequence for a behavior or for not meeting an expectation, and then they didn't follow through with that consequence or let the kid off early. Well, the kid only learns in that, that I don't have to be accountable, right? that there's not accountability, which really kind of starts to, um, to, to damage in a lot of ways that character sense that I need to be accountable to myself and my values. I need to be accountable to my family values. I also need to be accountable to the values of my community that I live in. What do you do as a parent when you've made a boundary too strict, too rigid? 
I think, again, that comes back to the concept of accountability. Of As a parent, you actually have an opportunity, even in our mistakes as parents, gives us an opportunity to role model to our kids of being able to hold ourselves accountable. And when we do make those mistakes of sitting down with your child and talking through that, explaining what the situation was, maybe you had a situation where uh, your child did something and because um, of your child's behavior, and a lot of times that happens with parents when a child behaves a certain way and as a parent that behavior scares you or you uh, feel hurt by it or feel disrespected by it and then suddenly you respond Mm -hmm. kind of based on your emotions. And sometimes when we respond immediately on emotions, we respond in haste. And we may give a consequence to to that child that is just completely unreasonable or that we can't follow through with it. You're never leaving the house again. Perfect. Absolutely. (laughs) And um, I can't imagine any parent that legitimately could pull that off. And if they could, they don't need to. Right. I think they could be arrested for that. Probably not. Definitely not a good consequence to have. Mm -hmm. Um, But those things happen. And I think, again, perfect opportunity to once you regroup as a parent and you realize, okay, I completely responded out of emotion and didn't let my rational side of my brain kick in to make the best decision for our family that promotes our family values, is sitting down with your kid and just owning it, holding yourself accountable and saying, because you have so many different things you can role model in that. One, how to appropriately address your feelings when you're feeling emotional. Um, our, our heightened emotion and making decisions. You can have that conversation with your kid. You can also sit and negotiate of what would be an appropriate consequence for this specific behavior. Now, as a parent, you also have an opportunity right then and there to almost assess where your kid is with their own personal accountability. Mm-hmm. And you can ask them the question, what do you think an appropriate consequence would be to hold yourself accountable for this behavior. Based on their response, you may really find out where they are in understanding the concept of accountability and personal accountability, how their behavior not only affects their own personal growth, but how that behavior might have impacted the entire family. Because as a parent, you'll know, what do I need to focus on in helping teach my kid better accountability? What kind of boundaries do I really need to have to make sure I can follow through with giving a consequence and that is natural and logical and is something that will teach my kid to have a better better decision the next time they're faced with that decision? So it's important for the parent to role model that and have those conversations. Well, so often we hear, you know, to solve a, a problem or a dilemma you know, open communication, talk to your kids. That sounds like an opportunity to actually have communication. I I love my parents, but I cannot imagine them admitting that they were wrong about something. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that would help a child look at their parents in a different way and open, open up a dialogue. Whereas, you know, if it's just black and white, they're probably not gonna be talking. Well, I think what you have the opportunity to do as a parent of when you can own your mistakes and correct them 
and work through that and problem solve with your kid as a family, you're teaching the kid that it's okay. So the next time your kid makes a mistake, if they know you're open to discussing mistakes as a family, they're going to be more likely to come to you and say, you know, I screwed up yeah, and I need to walk through this. Um, again, you're teaching that accountability. You're, you're teaching that, that concept by role modeling and by um, having not just the discussions because we have found that kids uh, pay much more attention to what we do mm-hmm. versus what we say. Mm-hmm. So well, that's, that's, that's good. <laughs> that's that's what they're looking for. Now, a little bit of a warning that I will give to parents when it comes to parental accountability that you really have to soul search on. There are times when I've seen parents that give a consequence to their kid that was needed because they had a behavior that wasn't showing good character or wasn't really promoting the family value system. And that parent gave an appropriate consequence. But a lot of times as a parent, when we give a consequence, it's inconvenient as a parent. Whether they're restricted or they can't have their cell phone or they can't use their car. And suddenly the things you have gotten used to them being able to do independently becomes inconvenient for you. Sometimes as parents, we don't hold ourselves accountable to what we need to do for our kid and the sacrifices that sometimes we have to make and that consequence to help teach our child and we will give in. Right. And out of our convenience of what's Mm -hmm. needed as a parent. And we have to be very cautious and hold ourselves accountable to that, that if we do that, we lose that opportunity of teaching the importance of accountability and teaching the, the importance to our kids that when you commit to do something, that you follow through with it. It also impacts, no matter how much your kid may dislike it, it impacts the trust you have with your child because if you say something that you don't follow through with it, then you're teaching them that that concept of accountability doesn't really apply as part of our family values. So accountability is key. That's where we encourage all of our families and all of our programs. We encourage um, all of our staff and our kids and our families. Initially, we focus on accountability and teaching that concept because we have to have that foundation before we can start teaching the concepts of integrity. And that will be something we'll need to save for another podcast. Thanks for listening to On Air with Elk River Treatment Program residential program where teens learn the value of accountability, integrity, and responsibility. To learn more about our adolescent program, visit elkrivertreatment.com or you can email info at elkrivertreatment.com. Thanks again for listening.